Welcome to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World, with CEO and award-winning author, Yvette Bethel. This podcast is dedicated to supporting leaders with a variety of solutions to build trust, inspire authentic change, and improve morale within your organization. Learn how to grow your people, build your culture, and transform your results. Welcome to Evolve, Mastery for Leading the New World. I am Yvette Bethel, and I thank you for joining me. When you give a person the benefit of the doubt, you have a doubt about that person or a related situation, and you choose to take a positive position when there are insufficient facts to support your doubt. In other words, you are giving the person the advantage of being innocent until proven guilty. There are some who endow the benefit of the doubt without knowing much about the circumstances or the person receiving the benefit. This is appropriate when you're new to a role or an environment and you don't know much about the players and the related dynamics. In cases like these, knowledge of the facts is usually limited, so it is important to consider the facts you have because personalities, power structures, and work relationships are not yet adequately established. There are others who propose the benefit of the doubt after knowing the players. They are familiar with historical and current data and they understand the dynamics of relevant relationships. In cases like these, when you give a person the benefit of the doubt inappropriately, your credibility can be called into question. This is because it may appear that you are taking the course of least resistance by saying you are offering the benefit of the doubt, but all you're really doing is hiding behind this statement, using it as camouflage for avoiding tough decisions. There is another type of person who bestows the benefit of the doubt. These persons assign the benefit in situations where a person they know well makes a mistake or veers away from their typical behavioral patterns. Their rationale is that the person receiving the benefit of the doubt will eventually revert to their traditional patterns of behavior. If the person receiving the benefit does not revert to their established patterns, the person bestowing the advantage may decide to formalize an opinion when the new behavior becomes the norm. Providing the benefit of the doubt may be safer than offering a more enduring version of trust because the benefit of the doubt can be used as a tool to wait and see if there are actual grounds for trust. From this perspective, the benefit of the doubt is granted on a temporary basis because it can exist until you eliminate the doubt. When you grant a person the temporary suspension of your doubts, to allow them the time to solidify their position, the burden of proof is typically on the person being given the benefit. However, there are times when the person bestowing the benefit seeks to prove or disprove the doubt because of personal agendas. If you were inclined to give a co-worker the benefit of the doubt initially and additional facts become available, a few important questions to ask yourself are, should I now cease giving the benefit of the doubt? If I should, why should I? And if I shouldn't, why not? 
I've witnessed circumstances where when the facts are revealed, proving the benefit of the doubt is no longer deserved. The beneficent ones continue to generously endow the benefit of the doubt. Now this could be due to fear of confrontation or an inability or unwillingness to accept the new facts. So how do you know when the doubt should be allowed to surface? You can determine this when you're presented with information that reinforces the doubt. This information can come in the form of a report, metric, or established trend and require evidence of every single thing. While this is perceived as a safe point of view and an accountability tool, constant risk aversion can be draining for the people in the environment because it can lead to decision paralysis. So here are three tips for eradicating doubt. Number one, get the facts. Be careful of the people who present opinion as fact. When you ask specific questions, these people cannot produce evidence supporting their opinion or positions. So ask for clarity-seeking questions like, can you bring me the document or the report? Or what are you basing your assertion on? Don't be afraid to constructively confront uncertain situations. Once you obtain the facts, analyze them by asking yourself if the facts support the doubt or the opposing view. It is important to review the facts because you should aim to avoid creating a situation where the benefit of the doubt becomes an entitlement and leads to laziness or mediocrity. Tip number two, avoid spin. If you're being doubted, it may be that your credibility is questionable because you spin the truth. While spin is inevitable because we all have different ways of filtering information, building your integrity through being honest can help you to dispel doubts others have in you. Timing is tip number three. Ask yourself if you are giving the benefit of the doubt too early in the working relationship to be fair or after it has been proven that the benefit is no longer deserved. The benefit of the doubt when used with care is a temporary tool. Therefore, conscious steps should be taken to get the facts so you're making decisions based on reliable information. Thank you for joining me at Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World. I invite you to join me every Monday for a new podcast. In the meantime, always continue to evolve. Thanks for listening to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World. Visit YvetteBethel.com to learn more about Yvette's leadership programs and to download her free gift, Success Tips for Igniting Your Career.